Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Monday, and this is the third week of Easter. Remember, Easter is not just a single day, but a season of 50 days, 40 days to the Ascension, 10 more days to Pentecost, and we celebrate Easter every Sunday when we gather for worship. We begin our time of prayer today in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia! Christ is risen indeed. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving. And raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God, and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker, for the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many, in various ways, by the prophets. But in these last days, God has spoken to us by a son. A reading from Deuteronomy chapter 31. The Lord said to Moses, Your time to die is near. Call Joshua and present yourselves in the tent of meeting, so that I may commission him. So Moses and Joshua went and presented themselves in the tent of meeting, and the Lord appeared at the tent in a pillar of cloud. The pillar of cloud stood at the entrance to the tent. The Lord said to Moses, Soon you will lie down with your ancestors. Then this people will begin to prostitute themselves to the foreign gods in their midst, the gods of the land into which they are going. They will forsake me, breaking my covenant that I have made with them. My anger will be kindled against them in that day. I will forsake them and hide my face from them. They will become easy prey, and many terrible troubles will come upon them. In that day they will say, Have not these troubles come upon us, because our God is not in our midst? On that day I will surely hide my face on account of all the evil they have done by turning to other gods. Now therefore write this song and teach it to the Israelites. Put it in their mouths in order that this song may be a witness for me against the Israelites. For when I have brought them into the land flowing with milk and honey, which I promised on oath to their ancestors, and they have eaten their fill and grown fat, they will turn to other gods and serve them despising me and breaking my covenant. And when many terrible troubles come upon them, this song will confront them as a witness because it will not be lost from the mouths of their descendants. For I know what they are inclined to do, even now, before I have brought them into the land that I promised them on oath. That very day Moses wrote this song and taught it to the Israelites. Then the Lord commissioned Joshua, son of Nun, and said, be strong and bold, for you shall bring the Israelites into the land that I promised them. 
I will be with you. When Moses had finished writing down in a book the words of this law to the very end, Moses commanded the Levites who carry the Ark of the Covenant to the Lord, saying, Take this book of the law and put it beside the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God. Let it remain there as a witness against you. For I know well how rebellious and stubborn you are. If you already have been so rebellious toward the Lord while I am still alive among you, how much more after my death? Assemble to me the elders of your tribes and your officials, so that I may recite the words in their hearing, and call heaven and earth to witness against them. For I know that after my death you will surely act corruptly, turning aside from the way that I have commanded you. In time to come trouble will befall you, because you will do what is evil in the sight of the Lord, provoking him to anger through the work of your hands. The Lord meets Moses and Joshua at the tabernacle and makes Joshua the new leader of the nation. Yet even as Joshua is preparing to lead the people into the promised land, the Lord reveals to Moses in short order what we now know as Israel's history of unfaithfulness, leading at last into exile in Babylon, the losing of the land that they're about to possess. It is almost, it seems like, this particular book, this book of Deuteronomy, The second giving of the law is written down for the sake of a people who are on the edge of exile already, on the edge of already losing the land, even now before they've possessed it. Then also written for a people who are in the middle of the experience of exile, having lost the land and the temple and the sense of God's presence and and living and dwelling in a foreign land. And, And also for those generations as they return from exile, wondering when and where God will return to them and bring them back. It communicates to those generations, hundreds of years ahead, God's ongoing intention to remain faithful to them and to redeem them as God's people and to redeem the world through them. The setting of this story is the renewing of a covenant for a people who are about to enter the land. As Israel's exile in Babylon comes to an end, as the Persians send them home, God's people will find themselves in this very situation again. And even after the return in the home, as they are ruled by the Greeks and then by the Romans, they'll find themselves wondering, when is it that God will keep God's promise and truly give us back a land? So perhaps it is no accident that the Lord our God tells Mary and Joseph to name the child that Mary will give birth to, the child conceived by the Holy Spirit, that they tell him to name this baby Jesus, which in Hebrew is Joshua, meaning the Lord saves. It is as if the whole book of Deuteronomy anticipates not the passing of leadership on to Joshua, son of Nun, but the appearance of Jesus, the one whom God will send as the successor who is greater than Moses. While Joshua, son of Nun, will lead the people into the promised land to take possession of the land that God promised to give them, it is by Jesus, the Son of God, who will take away their sins that forgiveness comes to the world. And a new covenant is created with God and God's people, a covenant that's written on their heart. It is there that God comes among us, and as John says at the beginning of his gospel, pitches a tent and dwells among us where heaven and earth are coming back together again. 
So for now in the story, it is Joshua, son of Nun, who is to lead the people and to be bold and courageous. But the promise of God's word awaits the advent of God's Son, Jesus the Christ, our Lord, to free us from the powers of sin and death and to redeem this world that God has created and to restore all people into a right relationship with their God. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears, and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of your life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, and you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord, who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation. For the new creation in Christ, and for all gifts of healing and forgiveness. For the communion of faith in your church, for the gift of relationships with others. For who else, for what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, and especially the people, the ministers, the leaders, the ministries of St. Paul's Lutheran Church, for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, we think especially of the people in Ukraine, for those who are tending to the wounded, for those who care for the sick, for those who comfort the mourning, for those who take in and shelter the refugees and the homeless, for all who are at work to bring peace and international harmony. And for all who seek to strive, seek and strive to save this earth from carelessness and destruction. For who else, for what else do we pray today? Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin or be overcome in adversity. In all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God.
Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage, hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted, support the weak, help the afflicted, honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.